All my bags are packed, I'm ready to go I'm standing here outside your door I hate to wake you up to say goodbye But the dawn is breaking, it's early morn The taxi's waiting, he's blown his horn Already I'm so lonesome I could die So kiss me and smile for me Tell me that you'll wait for me Hold me like you'll never let me go Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back yeah. Well, we picked that song for two reasons, but we're only going to talk about one of them, and that's because initiate contacts leaving on jet plane tomorrow for nationals. That's right. It's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of almost already started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I mean, well, we, for us. I well, mean, yeah, we, we painted my basement today. Yeah, and we got BD drink and, right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. It feels like a Friday, even though I barely started the week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm in give up mode. The the what's sad is, this is gonna probably be the last night we remember come Monday or Sunday. Well, I mean, the, we've already talked about taking it a little easier this year, and uh, not for initiate easier, contacts. Easier said sake. than done, though. Oh yeah, Once I you didn't have, expect to end up where I was last year. It yeah. just naturally happened. Um, well, yeah, there's things you can't plan. That's no. for sure. Like, you get six, seven, 14 BV diets in you, all shit Which, just goes. I mean, if you're out for six hours, that's, I mean. My you, life is ran on spontaneity. <laughs> it you know, is. Like, I. You uh, talk Gavin into doing anything yeah, at the last minute. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I live for moments of just uh, split decisions and uh, living with con- consequences kind of thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, Ask for forgiveness later type thing. Yeah. Well, not but, even that. More but, like, fuck you. It's my birthday <laughs> month. You know? <laughs> yeah, it used to be your birthday weekend. Now it, you have yeah. to expand out the whole month. Yeah, it's the whole month. Yeah. All it, that is weird. When, when was the last time Nationals wasn't on St. Patty's Day? Oh, jeez, yeah. I mean, I mean, it it's happened before. We just like don't pay attention. To, you know, like it's like so. Can't remember the not celebrating your birthday at national. Is it always the seventeenth? Is that the thing? You tell me. Yeah. Where Where do you remember? Was I know you probably celebrated out in uh, big old awesome city of Iowa City for your birthday this year, but our. Can you remember the last time you celebrated a birthday not at Nationals? Yeah, I, I just classify Nationals as my birthday. Like, I don't even, like... <laughs> There's not even a date to no. it. It's just, like, a yeah. love summer Nationals, three days. my birthday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even... I, like, I don't even... And and then whatever birthday plans people have for me, I'm like, oh, well, I'm heading to Nationals, so, you know, do it before or after it. I don't care. Yeah, I got you. you. Know? Okay. Like, it's hard. Um, well, I can't remember a time when we I wasn't saying happy birthday to you at Nationals. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few. It's just there's not much to remember at Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Not lately, especially. Uh, yeah. 
so we're going to kind of just go in, wait by wait, talk about the first couple of matchups, um, where we think we'll be finishing. I don't want the, 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 the deeper we get into the bracket, the more depressing the podcast will become. So like, <laughs> let's stick to the first couple of rounds when, uh, we were talking about this earlier. The first day and a half at nationals is just, it's always decent. It's, well, it, not not just as far as wrestling goes, as an overall trip and the excitement yeah, yeah. pumping through us. Like the adrenaline rush is there already. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and in fact, you know, we usually we get there the day before, and then that morning, you know, mimosas, bloody marys, just kind of just get the day started. Well, BV diets for breakfast. Sure, sure. Common. I mean, um, and then and then from there, it just rolls on into. And then Friday gets a little ugly. Like Friday, we're hungover. Yeah, one, two, uh, and, a few losses are like happening. The <laughs> Iowa wrestling teams usually hungover at that point as well. Turns out there's uh, some kinks in the armor by then. You yeah. know, our armor, their armor, uh, armor's not as strong. But after after round one and two, we're usually on a big high. Yeah, so where we actually truly at a certain point believe we got this in the bag like we're gonna we might we we're might fucking winning it boys and then looking good and then reality sets in as you sober up yep. and you start watching some of the bigger matchups um but so you want to jump right in and go straight into 125 yeah so 125 the brackets we got were like the old brackets because uh some fuck not got hurt and then some other fuck not filled hey, in but at then... least at least someone has the balls to pull themselves from the tournament. Yeah, I'll go ahead and explain what we got with that. Well, there's a certain somebody. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to 165. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to jump because otherwise we're yeah. Gonna we jump don't need to talk wait, about Joe Smith just yet. Yeah. All right, so 125. We got uh, Bryce West for Spencer Lee. Well, so I I don't know how you did this. I basically just kind of um. You know, bypass the, and this is one I didn't care. Like we we look good yeah. all the way up until um, Bru- up until Pincini, basically. Yeah, Pincini. Um, yeah, Sean Russell, but but we handily beat him in the semis of the Big Tens. I'm not it, the 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 dual match against him was a lot closer, but it's also at Minnesota, and that was pro- that was when Spencer Lee was riding the struggle bus real hard. Yeah, and um. I think we did all right here. Uh, the the you know of the three I'd be most worried about would be Sebastian, uh, Piccinini, and then of course then also Bresser, only because of Bresser last year. But Bresser really doesn't scare me a whole lot. Um, and so we are dodging two being on this side, obviously, and uh, that's you know no, no. I I think. Uh, what I, I haven't seen who he's wrestled, but this this Sean uh, uh, Sean Foz, I believe from NC State, uh, he's gonna have the the Alex Mackle of I, Iowa State. Uh, the the Foz is is it Foz? Am I saying that right? Sure. We, we don't know. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Eleven and two on the year. Like that's that's either you know wrestled to nobody or that's a kid that. That, something tells that me he's dodged a bunch too. When you only have tw- uh, you know thirteen matches, it's like that's half a season. What happened? Or or he was injured or who knows? Yeah. And that, that's coming. the thing. There's a lot of these where we're just like, what the fuck? And I'm sure there's people. That if could, this is a second, just a straight up only wrestled the second half of the season type record. That's uh, 
Here's that, that could be a scary match. Here's what we got to remember. We got the returning national champ. We got, and granted, he's had some shaky spots this year because of his mono. We're still assuming, and um, I'm saying it's mono. And uh, but he looked like he was out of that that slump. Uh, come damn, damn close if he's not. Yeah, he looked good, and I feel like Just another uh, week and a half. There is rest. no reason for me to believe the last like four weeks of uh, you know drogginess, third period wear down, stuff like that is going to be seen at, at national. In, in my opinion, he's still our best shot as a national champion. Yes, only because of what we're going to talk about later. Only because like the semis are almost a guaranteed. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean that his first his first couple of matches should be oh making it to semis. Yeah, sem- sem- oh, semis oh. are almost like <laughs> like a walk in the park for for okay. Spencer Lee, and not that they won't be once we get to the next. The that- key with Spencer Lee will be. And probably sh- will always be is he needs he needs to control early on and get that first takedown. Yeah, and it if needs he to be can fast. get that first takedown, especially if he can get it fast and ride out, get that minute ride time, and then you know because he's one of those that he is hard to get taken down. He yeah. can it's hard for anybody to take him down if he's really on his and, game. And he is like the perfect uh, road to the semis. To build that momentum and to build that that uh, that confidence, you know, um, if he can, if he can, you know, it's almost guaranteed he's going to get bonus points that first round match, uh, second round match. If he completely dominates that, because that 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 Foz kid, you know, eleven and two, that's not the kid's not going to be, a, you know, just a pushover. That if, but if he can in run away with that and get up to a real big early lead and 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 get a lot of bonus points out of that, then all of a sudden you got some momentum going. Yeah. So uh, next we got 133. Austin um, DeSanto. DeSanto. And you didn't like this. You didn't no, like No, I, I felt like he was better off on the top half of the bracket. If uh, him and uh, – I don't disagree with that I because I know he can beat Fix. Yeah. Fix is – the Fix might be uh, – I don't want to say the wor- – because 133 stacked. It's a tough, tough weight class. So to be number one seed in it, you're you're a stud. But Fix is is beatable, and I and I think he is probably the most likely. Uh, in my opinion, I think he's the most likely not to finish at at his seed. And then and then one of them. And then and just uh, you know, um, let's see. Well, it looks like we'll have Suriano. Uh, we'll have uh, Ethan Lezak, who's given us headaches. We'll have, of course, Michik. Um, you know, like it's it's loaded. And then even Bravo Young kinda is. Uh, well, I have Bravo Young losing first round. Well, that'd be nice. That'd uh, be and it. Bravo Young actually wrestled DeSanto pretty good. Uh, the second half, once he started hiding yeah. the, his his arm. Yes. And that's a thing that hopefully coaching was aware of. Uh, we talked about it last last podcast. It was pretty obvious he was taking away his left arm in order to make sure that DeSanto didn't have uh, uh, underhooks and overhook control ties and stuff yep. of that nature. And he just needs to keep circling that open leg then. Yep. 
get mean on top too. Yeah. Uh, and then so we're and then just Lezak in general pisses like he's one of those funky bitches I hate. If, if first off, if Desanto wrestles Lezak in an earlier round before his loss, Desanto doesn't lose that. In my. Would you I not disagree? I, at the Big Tens, when when Desanto oh, lost to Lezak, oh. I, I, I think about if, if if well well that's but that isn't that why you're talking about Lezak? We don't we wouldn't see Lezak until late. If he beat Siriano, Lezak beating Siriano, right? Yeah, so we're we're probably not. Oh, were you talking about Lezak versus Siriano? Well, if we ran like I I, I actually would prefer Siriano over Lezak. I wouldn't. Mm. Not me. Nope. Nope. If you're DeSanto, DeSanto handled Lezak in the duel. He handled him. It, it wasn't even a really a close match. And I'm saying if we would have wrestled Lezak in the Big Tens before DeSanto oh, got his I first loss, yeah. DeSanto never would have lost that match. Well, I mean, that's, that's the I, thing. That's Iowa's kryptonite, man, is, is as soon as they lose – there's just there's there's some it's like they're done. That's what's that's a big problem come nationals yeah, because it's a giant tournament. That's the biggest thing that Iowa used to coach is like, okay, you fucking lose, guess what? You gotta get the next best fucking thing, always. And then kick ass on the way there to prove that you deserved better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't give in. Well it's almost as if they're we're they're so in each other in their own heads. That they've got to be national champions. I truly believe, based off our performance last year, how we came out firing and, and we were scoring all those bonus points we were, Iowa comes out to the nationals. And I truly believe every single one of those guys taking the mat believes that that they, they're going to be a national champion. That this is their tournament. And as soon as they suffer that first loss, you just see a, down, a downward spike in their performance. See... Even you saw the Terry documentary, right? So, yeah. like, that's even what Terry talked about when, uh, like, and, and as much as it hurt and stuff like that, he knows that that was, uh, that was the thing when he lost that he had to uh, bounce back and get the next best thing. That's always the thing. <laughs> oh, that was pure, pure BV there. Next, we're at one forty-one. One this one uh, is it's it's going to be interesting. This one's a fun one. This yeah. is this is my dark horse for the tournament for the Iowa wrestling team because he has he has a great road to to make something happen because we've seen Mirren wrestle um, some of the top kids in the country and he's kept it close and he's came close to squeaking a lot of those matches out. Uh, we've seen him beat Carr, who so if he gets. Re- if he gets past that first round match, which he should. Well, so Tristan Moron also beat Carr once. They both went one and one against Carr. Okay. Uh, the only difference is that I saw is Tristan Moron. Uh, I'm going to stick with Moron. Uh, beat uh, McKee, which that's that's kind of a big that's kind of a big win. Other than that, though, they're pretty even. Yeah. I mean, they have never wrestled each other from what I saw. I was looking a little bit. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting. Outside of that, they're a dead heat. 
Well, first off, so I plan on Spencer Lee and DeSantos setting the round or setting the tone for the Iowa wrestling fans, and that's when we're gonna need our fans to come through. In that match, if he if he can get past Moron, yeah. uh, he we saw him beat Carr in the Big Tens, so he's got that confidence there to, to beat him. And then Mirren's one one big upset away after that point. I mean, don't get me wrong, Carr would kind of be an upset, but he's one big upset away from from all Amer- being an All American in, in a potential. Semifinals. Can you imagine that if Mirren made it to the semifinals? Yeah, I. If we're watching Mirren in the semis Friday night, yeah. I can't even wrap my head around that. And I, this is another one though. It, it looks like we're sitting fine, um, but gosh darn it, that first, that fir- that top half, that top half still looks easier for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mirren's one of those guys that he's wrestled people tough. But I'm just looking straight at that top half, and I'm seeing a lot of lot of easier matches than what he has down here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, like you well, figured... first off, I, I'm, not, I'm not high on Leah whatsoever. I, I think Nick Lee... Uh, the kid just has never impressed me. I don't know why. <laughs> I just there's nothing about his style that that is flashy to me, and and he's he's a beatable kid. Mm-hmm. So I I'd I'd love Mirren's draw for this tournament, but I but when when you look at the top half, yeah, there's 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 a much easier road up there. Yeah. Um, but I still if you're gonna finish on the bottom half, that's where you want to be. If you're going into this tournament, uh, basically a, a 20-second seed, it's about the perfect draw you can get. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking. Which, which, by the way, awesome job by the NCAA for seeding everyone all the way through this year. Oh, yeah. that uh, I, I love mean, that they did that. First off, <sighs> anymore, it's just a goddamn algorithm. Just put it in. Exactly. Exactly. It never made sense why it was never done in the past. Yeah, I hate. I hated when you know there used to be like uh, stuff that um, you know somehow uh, things can be like argued that really shouldn't be argued. You know, like first, you you know what I'm saying? Like I, I you, you know, if you're gonna have criteria, if you're gonna have criteria of conferences, you know, like conference being the criteria. Or then, and then you, from there you move on down to like common opponent and all yeah. that stuff. Like, well, like how every seating meeting used to be whenever we wrestled yeah. and everything. If you actually, even when with I, the, go with, ahead, the, go with ahead. all the stats they have these days between flow, this and wrestle track, track yeah, bullshit, all that stuff. Duh. It's a no brainer. Yeah, man. It, it, it's crazy because when I first started coaching, um, when I first started coaching, we would sit in these seating meetings, and it was, it, it was people the, would flat out lie. It was literally well. The thing is, is like you're, you know, you'd hear when you were in high school, you would hear the horror stories of the seating meetings, you know, and how people would be at each other's throats trying to get the best draw for their kid. Um, and then once I started coaching, I, I witnessed all that. 
and it, it's it was everything that that they told us it was and they were they were intense to where uh it it uh it, it kind of it, it kind of made you not want to ever be part of it. And uh, once one, and then about my second year of coaching, track wrestling started becoming a thing. Um, we didn't really use it during seating meetings a whole lot, a little bit, because not everybody was tracking all their stats. But come like two, three years into the development of track wrestling, that's all it was. It was everything was laid out on the line, um, going into every seating meeting, and there was no more arguments. Yeah. It was. It, it took 20 to 30 minutes to fly through a seating meeting, and nobody could argue a, a single thing because all the stats were right there. Yeah, all you got to say, as according to, but yeah, it's like the whole fact checker thing. Like, I remember, um, you know, people seating could, meetings, people could probably and lie. people were just throwing out sh- bullshit, and then you would have your, uh, your assistant there that had all the uh, stats. And they would just be flipping through their book, like, what year was this? Hold on. Let me check. And it never worked. Like, it never was found in time before the seed was picked. And then it was like, well, fuck. You know? And that's basically how it went. It's like, if somebody was ballsy enough to say it and throw it out there, it stuck. Yep. It was dumb. Yep. Exactly. And and unless you had the stats to to disprove the point, which you're not going to have. Yeah. And and then, granted, uh, college level, even more so. Those stats should be out there. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Division One college, like everybody knows. And I'm sure that's well, way more well documented than what high school ever was. But sure. even still, um, everything's super straightforward on on common opponents and all that. Yeah. Um, okay, so 149. Uh, Lugo is gonna have Arizona State kid first round. Maruka. Um, we obviously both have him winning that first match. Lugo, Lugo, right now, uh, I like where like kid kids has some momentum going right now. Yeah, I mean, you look at the way he started. That kid had what a 500 record, like eight matches into the season. Yes, yeah, he yeah. he he lost uh, quite a few. Like he had some tough. That's the thing, though. He had some tough ones, and here he kept the mental aptitude to like keep going and knowing where he stood and knowing how to progress and he not never regre- like he never regressed you know what i mean yeah like a lot of people would shut down and sure. uh he he still had enough faith in what he was doing and what iowa was doing to help coach him through and uh he's a freaking stud he's came back so first round we got uh this maruka some bitch that's going to get his ass handed to him and then he's going to come back and beat caden gefeller again from uh, Okie State, yep. and which then, is another huge upset, that, and probably even more of a big upset this time around than what he first had at Okie State. Even though, you know, I mean, Okie State, he, it was one of those is like, because it was so overshadowed by how bad we got our asses stomped. What? So is Micah Jordan a, a senior yet? Is he a senior? It has to be. God, he's please, yeah, right. It has to be. Okay, so. He's gonna have Micah Jordan in in the semi or in the quarters, excuse me. And but we've seen him because we're 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 all Hawkeye fans. So we've we've seen Lugo knock off top tier kids. So one one big match from that semis. Well, he's gonna have he's gonna have two big matches there. Um, you know, because even though he's already beat Gafella, that's still a big match. That's still. That's still an upset. That's Lugo still... handled Gefeller, though. 
at Oki State. And hopefully he has, you know, that you know, that edge in his mind. You know, like he's like, Good. I just you know, I got I got this guy, I got the, the so I need you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but sometimes that doesn't happen. In fact in fact, sometimes Gefeller might come back with a, such a hard vengeance against a guy that beat him early on. That that's he, he overlooks everything else, and you know who knows? He either tears up Lugo, or he fucking then beats, you know, gets loses to some nobody, you know, gets beat by some nobody, yeah. you know, yep, you, you never know. Um, but I I like Lugo um, getting for, through Gafella there. Yep, agreed. Uh, and then jumping to 157, we're gonna have Caleb Young. Yes, and Caleb Caleb looks like he's in a decent spot. I really see us going all the way up until, uh, what, uh, Friday morning and run, running into Ryan Deacon. Now, uh, now, one thing that does always scare me about um, some of these kids that, that don't see top-tier competition is – a lot of them, we don't know how good they actually are. Like, you know, you see a kid that's 15 and 14, no matter what school he's from, you know, uh, some a, a top, a six seed is gonna is gonna run away with that match. Um, that who, rec- who are you talking about? I, I'm talking about Caleb Young's first round match. This Dan Reed. Not not that not. Well, he's 27 and eight. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad record. I know you said 15 and four, but yeah. no, no, I, I'm saying I'm saying those are the matches. Those those are the kind of first round yeah, matches you expect to get when you're. You got to remember, there's so many schools that don't wrestle in the fucking Big Ten. I get that, I get that, but that doesn't there's mean kids don't fly under the. There's a reason why Big Ten allocations are almost double any other conference. But kids fly under the radar every year. Sure, you're going to have a few of those, but when you look at uh, eight losses of a Big Twelve team versus, or well, what is he? Was Colorado? Fuck yeah, I think it's Big Twelve, and then uh, eight losses of Big Ten team. <sighs> That's a world of difference, yeah. man. World of difference. I hear you. Um, and then we, so we, we we're assuming he gets through that match. Uh, he's going to get through Hayes. And then we got Deacon, who we've lost to uh, twice this year, I believe. Six to two. Decent matches. Yeah. And they were, I believe, uh, late takedown kind of, kind of secured that, that, yeah, that six to two win. So um, he's right, he's right there with Deacon. It just, well, we actually this year we both dodged. Both, it, it both was, matches. Yeah, no, both both Caleb Young and Deacon dodged. All right, that was last year, sixty-two. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so then we have Marinelli, and this is hold on. Um, I'm gonna take a pee break. You guys won't notice, but we'll be right back. And we're back. So next we got Marinelli at sixty-five, which. This is the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah. By God. Yeah. So. Our, what we originally would have thought, well, mainly because of the placing coming in and uh, how steadily he's been wrestling all season and no downturns, no mono, nothing like that. We were thinking he was the man that's going to, like, step up and do something yeah. and really show what Iowa can do. But then we got the brackets. This is what pisses me off about dodging. Like, I understand why you're you're putting Joseph Smith where he is because 
he should be the last seed of the goddamn tournament for for dodging the entire Big 12s. So I understand why they put him where he is, but then you penalize and you hurt the number one seed. And you uh, you're the NCAA by by seating him 33rd basically and having to wrestle his way into the tournament, you are you are penalizing the number one seed for that. And that's that's why dodging in the conference championships at least at least have the balls to show up and wrestle a match. What are you looking at, Gav? I'm listening. No, and and that that that's that's my biggest uh that that's what pisses me off about this. Like I I I feel like they did the right thing by putting him against the toughest competition right away to knock him out of the tournament because he doesn't deserve to be there. However, you're penalizing. So there, it's a lose-lose situation, and, and the only person benefiting from this is Okie State. And uh, granted, Marinelli should beat the shit out of him. Oh, I don't think Marinelli's going to lose to him. Joseph, it just shouldn't be his his first match. Joe Smith was wrestling up at seventy four, I believe, and he he you know I don't know what made him cut down and what uh, how this all inspired exactly. I haven't I haven't uh, really looked into it that much, but at the same time, I remember that being a thing <clears throat> when we had the duel. That uh, there was talks of Joe being there at that weight and stuff. And, uh, you know, like, so, <clears throat> first off, that's a coach's, what, a nephew or some shit? I don't know. He's he's related to, you know, Pat and Johnny Smith. And so, it, you, you always see that. You always see, like, family bending over for family bullshit. And uh, so, who knows how, what's going on there. If there is an injury, what's, you know. Um, but at the same time, I hope Marinella just beats the shit out of him and we'll see how far he can get on the backside. Agreed. I, I honestly don't see that being an issue, but that is a really tough first rounder if he's just got to be ready, you know? And then, and then the, but the, so that's like a really tough rounder yeah, for a first round. an all American first round for the number one seed. Yeah. And then, and then. What scares me then is then we come back and we got this uh, McKee Lewis who beat Marinelli, I believe, last year in a freestyle match I looked up. And, um, you know, that's a, that's a hell of a freaking – for a guy that's only lost, what, a total of 15 matches in his goddamn life, uh, <laughs> you know, running into – uh, one that he's lost to already, and then another All-American from earlier that he didn't lose to, but still, you know, is a tough match. And then, and then finally, he's got to come back and Evan Wick. Yeah. Right after that. Yeah. The good thing is, is it could be a big confidence builder for him. But if 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 it, he makes it through that gauntlet and gets to, back to Vincenzo again, by God, Vincenzo's getting pinned next time he's bear hugged. First off, so there's a there's another Marinelli. From Granger Webb, you're like really. I am so excited about this. I am because he's 26 and two. He's 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 a he's a 20 seed, but that's 20 that's 26 and two. That kid has the potential 
of one of being one of those kids that can fly under the radar. Uh, how fun would it be to see a semifinals match of two Marinellis going at it? Well, I would have to imagine our Marinelli would win, first off. Secondly, uh, that means that Evan Wick's out of the picture. So I like that because Evan Wick is kind of a matchup disaster with his tall lankiness uh, against um, a, basically a yeah. brute. Yeah, and I want to wrestle and, and a that, brute. And that happens you can't, quite – You can't out-brute Marinelli. No. But, the, you know, with brutes and, and, and short, compact guys, you know, like one thing that is tough is those lanky sons of bitches – that you know, you get in on a shot and they're reaching over and grabbing an ankle. Yep, and you know, and you, and, can, and you can see that in the way Marinelli wrestles him. He knows that he's dangerous from awkward situations to where there's shots that he normally finishes with ease that he is super cautious with when he's wrestling with. Yeah, you have to have a little extra like wherewithal, you know, with somebody like that that you're not. Here's the thing. When, when you're like an explosive, uh, you know, strong wrestler, okay, you, the idea is to control everything, okay? You, you control those angles, and all, the, all of a sudden, you get some tall, lanky guy that can get angles not normally people can get. Right. That's an issue. Yeah. And that's what makes it tough. That's why, like, uh, strong, they're, you know, explosive athletic wrestlers – they cut corners quicker. It's not as much of an issue for them. So I always, I, I think I even mentioned this before. To, I don't know if I was talking to you or whatever. There's three different types of wrestlers here, all three of which really are completely different styles that make it like Marinelli's the strong brute old school way. Evan Wick is really just your your lanky kind of awkward. You got some like some uh he's a good rider. You got some turks, you got some weird shit going on with the, you know, leverage points. And then you got Vicenza Joseph who is the athletic new age style scrambling type of guy. You know, all three of those guys they make problems for each other quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. And then next we got uh, going straight. In. <laughs> no, we skipped the next one, Gab. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Cash Wilkie, one eighty four. We, we were talking earlier the 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 success of I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him, but the success of of how we <laughs> yeah, of how we do that. rides on a kid like Wilkie. If Wilkie can can squeak out that All American level, we're looking at a number two finish. Finish, in my opinion, almost guaranteed, unless everyone else shits the bed. But we need a guy like Wilkie to break through this year. Quite frankly, and we've talked about this uh, just like what twenty minutes ago, half hour ago, if the computer was working faster, uh, hour ago. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm done putting like utmost optimism into cash Wilkie. you know like uh i think i think he has some chances some matches he can win but i mean that like even nick gravino is six and three first off once again i don't get i don't know what the fuck just happened there six and three you know only wrestled nine matches he wrestled bo nickel last year fairly decently i saw a matchup of um Stuff like that. He has no real common opponent matchups this year. 
Uh, who knows what the fuck's going on, if he's hurt, if he's, you know. Um, but, but, but like you said, that that that's a, a six it's and still, three kid is a kid that can go, is a toss-up. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. So you just don't know what's going on. I there. mean, chances are he comes out on top of that, not, you know, three out of four times. Yeah. But, but this is... Uh, this is the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, we don't know what kind of Nick Gravina we're going to get. We barely knew what kind he was prior, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, and then, even if he, even if Cash won that, he's got Max Dean next, which yeah. Max Dean is not unstoppable. But he's uh, beatable. Wilkie can can compete with Dean. He. The thing is, I. What's sad is I see the 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 Dean Wilkie match in the Wilkie. Uh, uh, Gravina, is it Gravina? Yes. The Wilkie Gravina match being similar scores. I'm just going to say either way, he's going to end up on the backside, and uh, that's where more points are won. So by God, but Wilkie has also performed well at nationals. So I can see I I have Wilkie actually winning both both his first two round matches because if you look at if you go back um their their most recent common opponents go back to last year and they lost their both their losses come from the same two kids so uh, and Wilkie actually wrestled both those kids cl- in closer uh, I think it was Max Lyon and and then what was the other one um, something with the V. Oh, Vens from Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so they both; those were both their two losses that they shared in common opponents. And Wilkie uh, wrestled both those kids closer than what Dean did. Yeah. So it's it's a totally winnable. Um, it's totally logical to to. It's or it's not out of the realm of possibility for him to be in the corner. Yeah. The quarterfinals. My my stance is, and we we talked about this. He Keaton's going to and put him as wins there, and uh, I've been burnt too many times to really consider either one of those. I mean, the Gravina, I'll give him a win. I'll split the difference. So Gravina win, lose the Dean, um, you know, and then hopefully he can do some work on the backside with some bonus points. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Wookie's not famous for bonus points, but he has been at nationals a couple times. Yes. So. Yes. Um, so then going into 197, we have Jacob Warner. Uh, he has a Bucknell kid first round. I think we both have him winning that match. Sure. But then uh, that Claywood, I think you were saying that he lost to Claywood last yeah, year. Yeah, so this is interesting. Yeah, he lost 5-3 uh, to three to Rocco Claywood. And then, was this last year during freestyle or what was it? It was, it was just last year um, unattached. Unattached, okay. Yes. And then uh, he also lost to Patrick Brookie from Princeton, four to two. Yeah, which which I mean, Brookie's a a four seed, twenty nine to one. We yeah. didn't get to see that match because he was uh, he was still nursing an ankle injury at that point. So ba- basically, what I'm thinking here is we got to see how much uh, Warner uh, Jacob uh, progressed. I mean, he has had a full year. Of getting better. Well, and obviously he, he was one of those like the the guy that you were hearing everything about in the off season as far as his progression goes. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I'm confident in him, but I really here's the thing. It's not a great draw. 
Not a great draw because we have lost those two in the past, but if he can get by Rock okay, would I really like our chances against Patrick Brookie? Because they were both same circumstances, virtually the same type of score. Um, if he's you know if he's feeling confident after a match like that and he's going against Brookie, we might be seeing him against Bo Nickel. Yeah, yeah. I think we we're going to see him against. That's Bonnet that's just what I'm saying. Like if if he gets on a roll, um, that's very possible. And yeah. and because last time we would have seen Claywood, you know, like you said, he 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 lost to him. So all that's going to do is spike his ego and spike his confidence. Yeah. And earlier I was talking to Keaton over here. I'm like, I really really wish though that Warner was on the back side of this on the well on the bottom side of this because I really think he matches up so dang well with Colin Moore. Yeah. And I know that's a stretch for a lot of you fuckers out there, but by god, Colin Moore, he's just strong. I don't find him very explosive. I don't the, I mean, he wrestles a hell of a lot like a Jacob Warner. By god. You know, in fact, Come, what, Colin Moore is a senior. By by the time that uh, Jacob Warner is a senior, guess what? That's going to be the exact same person out there. Yep. Close to. Yeah. Maybe better. Hopefully. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, but we have, so going into the last match, and this, I honestly didn't know um, if Stoll's going to get into the tournament. Yeah. But uh, we got him in, um, and he's got a tough first-round match. He does, but I uh, did some research here, and uh, I believe common opponent-wise, Jordan Wood of Lehigh was, um, I want to say, crap, do you remember what it was? It was, Sam Stoll was 7-6 and six against common opponents, okay? Uh, Jordan Wood was um, like a freaking, like, 4-8. and eight. You know, not good. Yeah. And um, they've never met. But that tells me, once again, this is Lehigh. This is a school that does not wrestle any Big Ten yeah. competition it, too often. Maybe a Penn State if they, like, want to talk to each other and, like, make some money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might get one. They don't get, like, what we got at week in and week out. And granted, I know Iowa's had an easy schedule this year. But – at the same time, um, Sam Stoll hasn't had an easy road. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, you look at it, and I mean, look how he wrestled. Look how Stoll wrestled against Gable Stevenson. So you know he's he's still capable to beat anybody in this bracket. Um, but uh, this is this is a great first round draw for for Stoll. I think this can be a tone setter for him, you know, because um, he's obviously he's capable of, of beating the best of them. And I think that uh, I, I don't have him winning, but I know you do. Yes, I do. Yep. Um, I'm hoping. Well, I, I think I don't think it'll I think it'll be a close match. I have Stoll falling to the backside and then hopefully picking up some bonus points. But we've seen Stoll beat some top, you know, 15 kids and, and, and handle them. Uh, Stole Stole is, in my opinion, the strongest person in this bracket, which is mm. what what upper body, right, right. 
But that's that's when he's beating good kids. That's when you've seen it. Is is kids? He gets a a certain he gets a bear hug or, or something, and, and the kid just crumbles. His thing is first off, he needs to create angles. Doesn't necessarily need the. Take- he's not creating any angles. I can tell you that. He doesn't necessarily need to uh, get any takedowns. He just needs to single Avoid leg takedowns. <laughs> well, that's always a key. Yeah, but well, that's his only offense. I, I'm just saying, like, he needs to – no, 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 not at all. His main offense is this new push-out rule. That's his biggest offense. If he can control a match, control inside ties, and create those angles enough where he pushes them to the outside, and and when he will win a lot of matches like that if he plays it smart. Yeah, he is the strongest upper body guy out there. Just don't do stupid shit, and then don't fucking pick down. Well, we were talking earlier, like how pissed off would you be if you're a four seed and you draw Sam Stall first round? Sure. God, that yeah. is nerve wracking. Yeah. And that is that is an that is a a first round upset, like it it would be a big upset as according to seedings go at least um, that everybody wouldn't be super surprised to see. I don't feel yeah. like we got to remember he wrestled Gable Stevenson and got two stalling calls against him, uh, basically just cr- controlling the inside of the match, Matt like. And Gable Stevenson can shoot, like shoot better than anybody yeah. out there. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. If he plays it right, that's how he needs to wrestle, and he will win a lot of these matches. He just has to have his fucking head on straight. Yep. Yep. With that knee, he needs to be focused for the entire seven yeah. minutes, yep. and if he can do that, he he can go far. And then just don't get caught down from like if it's a guy that you know you can get out from bottom, then do it. But if you, by God, if you get rode out. You son of a, that's your own dumbass mistake. Yeah, and I and I I see him if he wins that match, he's gonna he's gonna move on to the quarters, and he honestly doesn't have a a great match until he sees Derek White in the uh, against Oki State in the semis. If he can get like this, will hands down be his toughest match. Sure, and we I can see him winning that match. I don't think he'll win it, but I. Uh, but you do, and I, and I trust you, Gav. I, it's it's all about just not making – and that's heavyweight in general. Just don't make stupid mistakes, and if you know where you sit – I mean, but sometimes you get forced into stuff too. So I'm, I'm just uh, – I'm optimistic on him just because it's his last year. Fucking shoot him up with whatever he needs in his knee and get it out there and go. Yeah, yeah put some – Cocaine in there or something. Cocaine. Whatever you oh, need. Oh, I love cocaine. Can we do that? No, nah, if you have some. <laughs> uh, Let's hurry up and that lesson. <laughs> we don't have cocaine, guys. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, so what? Uh, so where do you think Iowa finishes overall? Oh. Uh, okay, I gotta say, I mean, the safe bet's third. That's the safe one. Yeah. I'm going second. Yeah. We're finishing second. Really? The, we have so many uh, ups and downs. and Like a Spencer Lee that just had one good tournament and then fucking three weeks of shit. You know, and we got, uh, you know, uh, our best two 
wrestlers like on their up and up, basically being Marinelli and DeSanto having the worst draws of our whole team in the tournament. Right. You know, it's it's a crapshoot. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna throw out a number three. Th- three. I'm going two. Yeah. And who's ever closest, <laughs> so I either get second or first to win, <laughs> and you get third and everything else. So mm. that's a solid bet on my part. What, what, what are we? Bet? I don't yeah, know. What are we betting? <laughs> Three shots of BV. I'm just saying, next year is the year I'm really most concerned about. Still, I'm going to throw that out there, even though it sounds like a cop out. Yeah. Uh, we have everybody back except the one that barely made it. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, and his uh, replacements probably, probably would have done better. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's it. Yeah. That's it, man. That went a lot quicker than we thought. We thought we were going to be like two and two and a half hours on this thing. We're, we're sitting. Did we? <laughs> no, we're sitting under 50 minutes right now. Yeah. So uh, we'll follow up uh, probably after Nationals. We, and if we get any good interviews, we will hit record this time. Will we? Are you sure? Well, if you're you're controlling, it. Oh, no, I, I, you're this not. This time it's mine. Yeah, I'm not doing. It. I trust. I trust you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, follow us on Twitter at Initiate Contact. Go on. The time has come to leave you one more time Let me kiss you, then close your eyes And I'll be on my way Dream about the days to come When I won't have to leave alone About the times I won't have to say and smile for me Tell me that you'll wait for me Hold me like you'll never let me go Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh babe, I hate to go to go